Hey everyone, welcome to another great episode of the Smooth Business Growth Podcast where we share 15 minutes of fast-paced, pure marketing strategies proven to move the needle in your business. So I'm your host and Captain Lindsay Phillips. I'm the founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth where we help busy entrepreneurs attract and convert customers faster through powerful and consistent content marketing. In fact, if you go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com at the end of the show, you can download your social media roadmap to help you do just that. And today is, is kind of a, a different topic, but one that I really feel passionate about. I mean, as entrepreneurs are trying to grow their business, it, it's kind of common to think that we have to bend our ethics to be salesy or even a little bit ruthless to get ahead. So I can't wait to chat with Jonathan Kaiser today, who is proof that you do not have to be ruthless to win. So he's going to share how to activate selflessness in your life and see how and why this counterintuitive strategy can create extraordinary long-term success in your own business. So let's set sail. Welcome aboard, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. And I love your Smooth Business Growth podcast as well. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, so, I mean, just to kind of give a little bit of backstory, you know, you were in the cutthroat doggy dog world of commercial real estate brokerage um, and you you know, became this version of yourself that you didn't like and you weren't loving it. Can you share what that was like? Sure. So I was actually raised by parents that taught me to love and serve. So I grew up being told that helping other people was the right way to live. Mm -hmm. The problem was my parents were poor. And so I didn't want to be poor. And yeah. I got into commercial real estate because I wanted to be rich. And I realized really quickly as I got into it, wow, this is a cutthroat industry. Yeah. But again, I wanted to be rich, right? So I became cutthroat because I thought that's what it took. Um, but I was miserable. I was misaligned with my core values. And uh, but I just felt trapped. I just, I didn't see a different way to do it. Yeah. And I thought my parents were completely full of crap because they were <laughs> poor. And then 15 years ago, I go to this conference and I sign up for this, uh, <clears throat> this breakout session called networking. And, and I thought I would just, you know, asleep in the back of the class. And in reality, it was this guy talking about a different way of doing business hmm. of succeeding by serving and helping others. And I was fascinated by it, intrigued and uh, reinvented myself around it. It was a long, hard road. And no today on the other side, we have the largest firm of our kind in Arizona and one of the fastest growing in the country. We just hit Inc. 5000 and my book just hit number one on Amazon. Called, you don't have to be ruthless to win and on Wall Street Journal. But the whole idea is this idea of creating success through service and proving that even in arguably one of the most ruthless industries mm -hmm. in the world, commercial real estate brokerage, you can actually succeed by helping others succeed. I love that. And so how did the shift, I mean, obviously it happened within yourself first and you have to, I mean, there's a lot you have to change about yourself in order to make change outwardly on your business, but like, how did it change the game for you? Sure. So when I heard that speaker, uh, my first question was, how does this actually work? Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and my second question was, why is no one else doing it? Yeah. And so the reason he told me is because it takes so long and it takes you actually authentically wanting to serve others. So my, my journey involved a self reinvention process. Part of what we teach is through our workshops in the Kaiser Institute, which is in place to train, empower, and ultimately certify the next generation of selfless leader is a self reinvention process. That's reinvention from the inside out. So you start mm -hmm. with yourself, yeah. then you create a company culture around it, and then you interface with your uh, people in the community, your clients, your collaborators, your partners, et cetera, your vendors, 
and you create this inside out reinvention. So it was, it was not easy, right? I think, no. I think what a lot of people think is like this, this idea of service sounds good, but why, why does nobody do it, right? If we all know how to love, we all know how to serve, we do it in our families, we do it in our yeah, home lives. And then we get into business and we have this idea that we're supposed to be cutthroat and ruthless if we want to get ahead. And I just believe that over the long term, success is best done by helping other people. And it's the most sustainable and it's actually the most enjoyable as well. So it's, it was a, it was a reinvention process mm. that was not easy. And part of, you know, part of the problem I see in the world today is people may kind of get it. Yeah, I know I should help others. I should give, I should do <laughs> But then they don't know how to actually make money to, doing yeah, it. Yeah. And that's exactly why I wrote the book, You Don't Have to Be Ruthless to Win. Love it. And I think that's why it hit number one on Wall Street Journal and Amazon. Yeah. It's like, I think people are hungry for this message. And so in my book, I take all the experiences of the last 15 years, trial and error, and teach you how you, regardless of whatever industry you're yeah. in, can create a culture of selfless service for yourself. I love that. And I think it's just because like, it, it, it's like as humans, we just do what we do because we don't see any other way and just kind of like what's around us. It's like we almost needed you to be the role model in order to, you know, raise people's eyebrows. And then so now they can like follow, you know, your path and like it can be done. You know what I mean? There is another path. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Um, you know, for me, I think the fact that there are so few examples out there of mm. people actually doing it. And then there's the people that are quietly doing it, but that doesn't yeah. help the people that want to know how to do it. Because True. again, it's simple in concept, help other people and be successful. But you, it actually is nuanced and you, you have to know how to execute that right or you'll go broke. And so that's part of what I teach in the book too, is how do you actually do this so you can make money and be yeah. profitable and succeed by helping others? I agree. And it, I find that a lot of people have this, um, I don't know if dichotomy is the right word, but where it's like money is on one side and passion and purpose and serving is on the other and that they can't be married together. Totally. Yeah. It's like you have to be ruthless for 40 years so then you can be selfless for the rest of your life. I know. It's strange. And you I believe oh, that actually that undermines your ability to be selfless and that if you actually integrate those two things today, now you can create extraordinary success and yeah. have a life of living uh, in service to others. I agree. And I think it makes you be a better version of yourself and you can better serve people. Like it's like that domino effect, right? Yep. Now, how do you, you have um, the term selfless service mindset. I love that. How can we, like, is there anything that we can do to kind of shift our mindset towards that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I could give you a few quick tips on Perfect. what your listeners can do. I think what's important to put before it though is this is not for the faint of heart and it really requires that you truly wish to be selfless. You can't fake this stuff. People have yeah, really totally. good BS detectors. So if you're just looking <laughs> at this as a new tactic on how you're going to manipulate, oh God. This, this is not going to work. And the second yeah. thing is this is the long game, mm -hmm. right? And so I'm not talking instant gratification here. I believe you can't outgive the universe. And so it's not about expecting whoever you give to or serve or be of service to, to give you something no. in return. It's about a mindset of service that creates a bunch of people out in the community going, man, that Jonathan Kaiser, man, he really helps me. It's amazing. Every time I need anything, I reach out to him. And then when there's something where they need help renegotiating their office lease or expanding or moving or whatever, 
then I'm the natural call because I've yeah. already been of service to them. And so it's just playing the long game. But a few other things that I think are essential for creating a culture of selfless service within any organization, I think you have to be addicted to self-improvement. One of the things that um, is required to help other people is to not have a bunch of areas where you, you know, are really rough edges around everyone. And so reading good books, hiring a coach, understanding your weaknesses and, and, and your deficiencies will really help you enable yourself to be a better service to others and to your people within your organizations. Um, be hundred percent coachable. Most people completely yeah. reject criticism, right? They don't, they don't want to hear it. And if somebody does criticize them, they turn around and counter criticize and none of it sinks mm. in. I think criticism is actually one of the greatest gifts you could ever receive. You just have to be humble enough to receive it. Right. And I think that coachable leaders create a culture of vulnerability and transparency. I also think that you have to be fully present, right? There's no way you can actually serve people. If you're not fully aware, fully present, put down your stupid phone, be in the moment and think of three different specific ways you can help every single person you meet. If you walk away with three distinct ways where you're asking questions, being involved, you're gonna be able to figure out great ways to serve people and create great relationships. And then last, never punish mistakes. In most organizations, mistakes are punished and yeah. it keeps people in fear. The problem with fear is it keeps people operating at a fraction of what they could produce and what you need is people operating in bold, fearless, massive action, which is precisely where value is created. So those would be just a few tips for anybody who's looking to just get a few tips. And there's a ton more in my book, as well as some uh, very specific outlines on how you can execute upon creating a selfless culture for yourself. But those are powerful tips. And I think you had a couple of words in there. And one was being aware, like self-awareness of like your behaviors, your thoughts, your actions, how you're affecting other people, um, the impact that you have, whether it's your words or actions, like that's huge. Yeah, I agree. Especially I agree. when it comes, and you touched upon an area that I wanted to dive into as well, uh, Jonathan, and that was, you know, how you're talking to your your team and, you know, that you want to empower them and um, I forget the term that you you said, but um, not being afraid to make mistakes, right? Yeah. So that is like part of your team culture. Like, can you kind of explain what team-oriented culture is, like what it means and how we can weave that into our business so that we can be better? Sure. To me, selfless leadership is the elimination of ego and the understanding yeah. that your role as a leader is to help everyone else around you succeed. And so part of what makes Kaiser as a real estate firm so successful and part of why we're growing so rapidly and um, you know, our vision, our mission is to change and save 5,000 commercial real estate brokers that are today stuck in ruthless cutthroat industries, companies, and don't have another way. Don't, there's, there's no Kaiser in their market. And so we're looking for people to help us open up and launch uh, offices in other markets. But what makes um, it so unique here within Kaiser is that unlike all the traditional firms, which I used to be at, Everyone here actually wants to help everyone else succeed. And that is so unique. Typically in a commercial real estate firm, everybody is very aggressively competing against each right. other. And they're, you know, they're trying to, to win um, at all costs and, and step on whoever's head or shoulders they need to to get to the top. And I believe that if we collectively as an organization all work together to help each other, everybody can win and win more. Now, here's the big caveat for all of those of you who are leaders 
A fish rots from the head. So if you're not doing it yourself, I love that no one else is going to do it. And I think that's the fundamental part is a lot of leaders get this conceptually, but they're not willing to do the work to become that selfless leader. And that selfless leadership is key because no one in your organization is going to do anything that you don't model. So if you're not modeling the right behaviors, you're setting yourself up for for failure and then you're blaming everybody else. So it's even worse because now you're being a victim and you're completely not self-aware. So you don't realize it's your fault. And then you create this cycle, this pattern of, of uh, ruthless culture and you think it's everybody else's fault and you don't realize you're the problem. True. And it's like, you know, you obviously know commercial real estate, you know, I know content marketing or we go to school to, you know, be an accountant, whatever it may be, but we're never really taught like how to be a good leader or how to manage people or like those things are, it's not too late. Like you can still learn those things. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point, Lindsay, because that's exactly why I wrote the book. You know, it's, it's, it's everybody gets it kind of conceptually, but how, you know, know, how do you actually do this? How do you reinvent yourself? How do you create a culture within your organization? That's the entire reason I wrote, you don't have to be ruthless to win. And that's the entire reason why we set up the Kaiser Institute and have these workshops where we have leaders from around the world nice. that have these amazing experiences on, you know, as part of these workshops where they're in the trenches, doing it in their industries, collaborating with others that are doing it within their own respective industries. And just one more point too is, I think that for those people out there that are thinking, ah, whatever, this stuff is just squishy, this is nonsense. (laughs) You know, culture is the number one thing that employees today look at before they even consider an organization. So if you're not creating a culture of selfless service, you're quickly becoming a dinosaur. And when you start wondering why nobody wants to work for you and people quit, uh, the answer will be that you've created a crappy culture. And so I believe that this is not just, hey, this is like motivational and good things to do. Mm-hmm. I think this is survival. I think the only way you're going to survive in this next generation is to have a culture of selfless service. And so part of what I'm trying to show the world is, hey, you can actually win by totally. being selfless. You can actually succeed by helping other people. I think for me, for Kaiser, yeah, our biggest competitive advantage is our culture. Think about that. It's like, what is Kaiser's competitive advantage? We do a lot of cool things. You could pick any of them, but the number one one is culture. And I find like people are like, uh, it's like a magnet. You have like the clients that you want, uh, your ideal client that you love serving. Like you attract those types of people by changing your culture, like you said, and that it, it just like snowballs. That's exactly right. And it's the same thing inside as it is outside. Yeah. More that, more that you help people outside of your firm. The, I mean, relationships still matter. Just because yeah. everybody's connected electronically doesn't mean that relationships go away. In fact, relationships become even more important. So for all of you who do a lot of your stuff digitally, it's still important that you're creating relationships and it's, you're, you're not just electronically connected totally. to people. And in those connections, it's like, how can you help them? What are ways that don't involve you putting money from them in your pocket that you could be of selfless service to them? There's a really good book out there that call, called Giftology by my good, good, good buddy, John Rulin, who also talks about how you can use gifts strategically to do the same thing. So oh, I'm talking service, he's talking yeah. gifts, but it's all the same basic message of focus on the other person, love and serve them, 
figure out ways you can help them and do it over and over and over and over and over again, play the long game. And over time, you'll have a whole community of people that are buzzing about you, saying great things about you and referring business to you. Yeah, I agree. And it's like, like you said earlier, you can't fake it. You can tell if someone's genuine or authentic and are truly passionate about what they do totally. and it, it shines, right? Yeah. I think, you know, part of the challenge for me in my reinvention was I did try to game it at first. I thought it was a better tactic, yeah. but that didn't work because everybody called me out on it. So <laughs> that's what I mean by it's, it's, it's simple. I mean, I'm not simple. It's easy yes. to understand, but it's not simple because it actually requires change inside. Yeah. And it like changing inside, but then your day-to-day -day habits and like, being self-aware, like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done it this way. And like, even yesterday I did something and now talking to you, I'm like, I probably should have handled that differently. <laughs> but it's like, but well, that's the only way you're going to improve, right? Is by stop and thinking about your actions and how you, you know, manage your day-to-day -day or how do you manage your team or whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, and I loved one of the words that you used was that for leaders to be open to being vulnerable and being open to change and being comfortable. Yeah. I think you have to be. If you're not, you are. You're, you're a dinosaur. I mean, that's the reality. The reality is, mm. is I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put like softness around the edges of these words. If you're a dick and you're thinking you're gonna be around and successful in the future you're in the wrong generation. That's just yeah. not gonna last. You have to focus on how you reinvent yourself as a selfless leader. Yeah. And so part of, part of why I think the book has had so much appeal is what you said before. There's very few leaders mm -hmm. that are actively out showing people how. They talk about it all the time, yeah. but nobody knows how. I'm not a talking head, right? I'm not some theorist. I didn't, I didn't go read a bunch of books and you know, write a doctor's thesis on this. I'm in the trenches in arguably yeah. one of the most ruthless industries in the totally. world, proving every single day that you don't have to be ruthless to win. And I'm teaching you through both the Kaiser Institute and my book, You Don't Have to Be Ruthless to Win, how you can do this for yourself. Awesome. I love it. So, as we come to a close, how can people find out about the Kaiser Company and also, of course, your book so they can get their hands on a copy? Yep, you can get a copy of the book on ruthlessbook.com. And the Kaiser website, for any of you out there who would like to learn more about us, is kaiser.com, K-E-Y-S-E-R, not the uh, hospital spelling, K-E-Y-S-E-R. <laughs> Um, so ruthlessbook.com for the book, kaiser.com. I do a lot of speaking engagements, yeah, I do a lot of podcasts, totally I do a lot of stuff. So if I can help in any way, and if anybody wants to uh, go through one of the Kaiser Institute workshops, you can get access to that through the Kaiser website as well. Awesome. And of course, I'll have the, the links in the show notes and your Facebook so people can connect with you and, um, and yeah, and learn from you, darn it. <laughs> hey, I'm here to help. So if I can help in any way with any of you, you let me know. I mean, obviously I'm in commercial real estate. And so for any of you who have, you know, would love to know what it's like to actually have a commercial real estate broker you could love or trust, I'd love to help you. But mm -hmm. really my goal in the world is to show people that this is actually possible and teach yeah. people how to do it for themselves. Love, love, love it. So um, this week's 50 minute cruise to move the needle in your business has come to an end folks. So thank you so much, Jonathan, for joining us. My honor. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. Awesome. So folks, if you're looking to achieve faster growth through content marketing and sales funnels, look no further than smoothbusinessgrowth.com. So have a profitable and productive week, folks, and may the winds always be at your back. Mm -hmm.